Okay, so this is uh, it's our last one for this term. Um, please, God, um, aiming to, we're just finishing our year here. I'm, we're trying to get the girls to Poland this week. So uh, uh, next week uh, I should be with them. Um, so we're in Korach, Parashat Korach. Um, so this, I was preparing a shir. We, we were meant to be in Lezhansk in Shabbos in, in Poland. So I prepared a shir to, to do with Hasidus uh, and the Parsha. So, on a quite interesting theme, we're talking, we're, we're joining the story after the, uh, after the ground had swallowed up Korach and his congregation, and the 250 uh, wannabe spiritual leaders have been consumed by fire, then Hashem says something very interesting to Moshe. Hashem says to Moshe, He tells uh, Moshe to take all the frying pans, the pans that they made the incense in, and um, they're now holy because they've been used to offer up incense. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands Moshe to make these, uh, these pans, these incense pans, uh, turn them into a covering layer of the Mizbeach. So the question we're, we're relating to today is, Why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu tell Moshe to take the... Um, to take these pans that were used for a sin, right? They were they were there to challenge, they were there to challenge um, Moshe and Aaron, and make them part of the mizbeach. It should be a sign for Am Yisrael, uh, but why a sign on the mizbeach? The mizbeach is one of the holiest places, and so why put the uh, things that were used uh, in rebellion um, as a as as a symbol? So here we have the Shemi Shmuel. We have a number of pieces here. Shemi Shmuel, we have a piece from Rebbe Nachman, a very short piece and a piece from the Rebbe of Lubavitch. So Rebbe Nachman says as follows, how, how do you take something that was used for an Avera and do with it a mitzvah? Uh, this issue of taking the... Uh, the pans and making them a covering, a layer for the mizbeach. We have to know that there are two. There are two mizbechot, correct? There's a mizbeach on the outside, which is the mizbeach adama. This is a mizbeach that is it's called mizbeach anachoshet, right? But 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 there is no. It, it's essentially a structure with with earth in the middle, as opposed to the mizbeach inside the Kodesh, which is a golden Mizbeach, where the incense are offered, uh, most of the Korbanat are offered on this Mizbeach of Adama, of, of, of Earth. Shayum ma'malim et ha-Mizbeach halolo Adama b'shat chaniyatan v'akravayta al-Adama. So the offering in the, in, the, in the Midbar would be on top of this Mizbeach, but essentially it was, it was like um, a glorified sandpit, right? It, it was full of, full of mud. Now, from now on, the, this mud is now going to be covered on the top with, um, 
with these melted down um, pans. And then, of course, from now on, it would be on Nechoshet, on copper. Why has has the type of uh, of sacrifice now changed? So it, it seems like a very technical question and a tedious question, but but actually the answer is is very interesting. The first question Shemishmuel is asking is how could it be? Number these two hundred and fifty men, they sinned, right? They challenged the authenticity, the legitimacy of Aaron as being Cohen. They said they want to be Cohen instead. Why should this act of treachery, of rebelliousness, which cost them their lives, why should it be marked forevermore as a sign on a mizbeach, on an altar? More than that, our second question is: is that ideally it would appear that before this sin. They didn't have a uh, they didn't have a covering for the mizbeach. It was just full of of, of mud. It was full of earth. So what's changed now that we we're now from now on we're going to offer on a mizbeach which has a covering of copper as opposed to beforehand where earth was sufficient. So the Shemish world carries on. These are comments here made by uh, Rav Tamir Granot. He says, Number one, why, why was this uh, challenge put in front of them with pans that are made of copper and not of gold? Because the truth of the matter is, offering of incense is generally not on the outside Mizbeach. On the outside Mizbeach, we offer up animals. On the inside Mizbeach, which is made of gold, we offer up incense. So why Bichlau, what's the incense offering got anything to do with the Mizbeach on the outside? Even the coals that we take from the outer altar and bring them to the inner altar was also made of um, of gold. So the whole point we have three questions here. We have number one: Why are we why are we using the pans that we used in a sin now to cover them is back? Number two. Why are we covering the Mizbeach at all? If the Mizbeach was made and filled with earth up to now, why do we have to change that? Number three, what's this whole story got to do with this Mizbeach? Because it's the inner altar that you offer incense on, not the outer altar. So, the work of incense in the Beit Mikdash works with, uh, we, we, we only use golden vessels. So, so we're trying to work out an answer to these three questions. And now the Shemi Shmuel gives his answer, Venir E, and it appears, very, very interesting. When I, when I learned this at the beginning, I thought it's going into deep Hasidus and I'm going to get lost. Uh, and it sounds like it at the beginning, but, but it's okay. Uh, I guarantee it's okay. Bear with me and it's okay. Dehine. Uh, he says that when we talk about qualitative meaning of, of metals, 
Gold means fear. And he'll explain in a minute. Kesef means love. And the Choshet means to be courageous with your point of view. And he will explain. Yirmiyahu says, and sometimes it's chutzpah. Right? Nechoshet is represents chutzpah. And now he explains. This congregation, this, this gang that, that joined Korach, they wanted to serve before God. And they, they were the opposite to Aaron, right? Because Aaron was a very, very shy, uh, embarrassed person. And the opposite of being embarrassed and shy is to be chutzpadik and outspoken. But the truth of the matter is, if someone has courage and is outspoken in issues of Kodesh, there is a positivity to it. Liot az kanameh to be chutzpadik like a leopard, right? On the contrary, it's actually a good midah. And now the Shem Ishmael says, and he will elaborate, that gold, silver, and copper are alternatives to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And we know that copper is Yaakov, and Yaakov is the most important of the Avot. Kaba Midrash. So now, now going to the next paragraph, you see what it means. The Shemishwal means when he says gold is Yira and Kesev is Ahava. What does he mean? He says there are shlosh techunot yesod. There are three fundamental rules. Why does gold represent fear? So he says, this is harder for us to understand, he says that when, when gold is very, very bright, it looks like red, and red in Kabbalah is justice, perhaps because it alludes to Gehinam, it's justice. Kesef, why does silver reflect Ahava? Milashon Kisufin, from the word Kisufin, which is to want, to desire. Bahanachoshet, and the word nachoshet, copper, is nechishut, determination. Now we're interested in nachoshet because it's a mizbeach of nachoshet. Hanachishut yechola liot chuna tova v'retsuya. So when someone has determination, it can be very, very admirable. Ka'ashehi ba bekeshel l'shel kedusha when it has holy elements to it. Someone is determined to get to minion. Someone's determined to finish a masechet. Someone's determined to overcome bad midot. And this positive determination we see with Yaakov, who is, who is compared to Nechoshet, you know, that determination to get through all those years that he was in exile. So we talk about serving God, determination to serve God. Uh, it takes a lot of courage. But determination can be a bad midah. 
כאשר היא מגיעה בהקשר שמתנגד לקדושה. When, when it comes with something that, is, uh, that goes against Kedusha, when someone is determined to do something wrong. So it's interesting, when you look at that, that Mishnah in Pirkei Avot, Yehuda ben Teim Omeh, Havei Az Kenameh, Vekal Kenashe, Veratz Ketsvi, Vekboka Ari, Huaya Omeh, Az Panim Legehinam. So Yehuda ben Teim will say that you have to be Az, you have to have Chutzpah, you have to have courage. But then he says, someone who has too much Chutzpah goes to hell. So there are obviously two types of Chutzpah. מצד אחד, יהודה בן תימה משבח את מידת העזות. On the one hand, יהודה בן תימה says that חוצפה, this courage is a good thing. אך מצד שני, הוא מגנה אותה. On the other hand, he, he critiques it. And he says, you got to get in on with According to the Divrei Shmuel, there's no contradiction. הווי אז כנאמר is talking about the azut of Kedusha, when someone has courage and, and uh, enthusiasm and drive for something Kadosh, and when it's bad, it's when it's for something not Kadosh. So according to the principles of the Shem Shmuel, he, he answers the questions that we've asked. The first question was, how, how does an Avera become a mitzvah? How do you take these pans that we used to do in Avera and put them on the Mizbeach? And to this he answers, why do we take these pans and put them on the Mizbeach? What we want to tell the people is that the, 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 the enthusiasm and aspirations of these 250 men were good, but they were wrongly directed. They were wrongly channeled. I've spoken about it before, right, that, that, that you, you have Midot Ra'ot and Midot Tovot. You have bad Midot and good Midot. What makes a bidah good or bad is us. You know, you can use anger to, as, as fire and, 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 and use it in positive ways, and you can use it in destructive ways. It's every single midah, we choose whether to make it midah ra or midah tov. That's what he's saying here. He's saying that, that Moshe, wanted, God wanted to tell Moshe that the, the enthusiasm these people had was good. It was just misdirected. It was a koach that was misdirected. Not lost the aspiration, the enthusiasm they had. That the bad ash was pushed aside. But the actual incense pans, which is the courage and the enthusiasm, the assault of that courage, so then he says, The root of these 250 people, they were driven by fire, they were driven by enthusiasm, by religious aspiration, which comes from Yaakov. And therefore, even though they crossed the line, even though they did something bad, the pants should be put on the Mizbeach to show that the, the midah of enthusiasm can be transitioned into something positive. We don't want people to make, you know, when people look at, at, at an event, it happens today more than it ever happened before. People look at an event and they don't look at the reasons. They just say something went wrong, let's cancel the whole thing. And that, that's, that's a very, very superficial and shallow way to look at something. You don't have to cancel the whole thing because something went wrong. You have to go into the details and find what went wrong and what was right. It's fundamental, Masila Isharin. 
So, לפי דרכנו יש לומר, דמה שעד אז היו מקריבים על אדמה, ומאז והלאה מקריבים על החושת. So, what about that other question we had? Until now, we were offering with, 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 we were offering with mud. Until then, we were offering with mud as, as a Mizbech, and from now on, we are offering with, uh, we're offering with, uh, we're offering with a, with a, with a, um, a metal, co- a copper top. God showed many years before Avram Avinu, he showed him what the Korbanot were about. The, the point of Korbanot is, is, is that we should go with a broken heart. When we speak to God and we offer to God, the, the only way our offerings are accepted is when we have a broken heart. Uh, just to digress, uh, even though I'll run out of time, but a broken, a broken heart, it's a very, very interesting statement of the Kotzka Rebbe. The Pasuk says, These things should be upon your heart. So the Kotzka Rebbe says, well, why should they be upon my heart? And he says that for most of our lives, our hearts are closed. Not, nothing can get into our hearts. How, how, how do we get into our hearts? Every so often our hearts break. And when our hearts break, everything falls in. And um, there's a, f- a famous song written by Nomi Shema based on the words of, of the Kotzka Rebbe, Ein yotel milev There is nothing more perfect than a broken heart. And, and in 21st century terms, you don't understand what it means, but according to the Kotzka, it makes a lot of sense. Every so often when your heart is broken, and there's a massive differentiation in Chassidot between a broken heart, sadness, and depression. Depression isn't acceptable, sadness is. Uh, because when it has a broken heart, it opens up, and when it opens up, we're vulnerable, and, and things can go inside. And Pasala Kadosh Baruch Hu b'Behima v'Echshir ba'Adam Orot Oshavu Pesel b'Behima u'Ba'Adam Ketiv Karov Hashem Yisraelev. By an animal, a broken animal can't be offered up, but by a human being, a broken human being is Dafka the closest person to God. V'Hemi Datos Shel Avram v'Anochi Afa v'Efe. That's Emile of Avram, where Avram is a uh, is like the dust of the earth. That's why he was told about Korbanot. So the reason we brought Korbanot on a Mizbeach that was made of Adama is to remind us that we come from the earth. And unless we approach the Mizbeach with an understanding that we uh, we come from the earth and are returning to the earth, Nothing's going to happen. Ach mimase korach ve'elach after korach shenit kabla midatam midat Yaakov. We add the midat note. Although we come from the earth, we want to add our enthusiasm to the korba. Alkein asemei amachatot zikaron zedafka. So that's why the memory comes from these machatot. Ha'uvda she'adachet ikrivu b'mizbeach al adama. The fact that until the chet of korach, we used to offer up on an earthen mizbeach. That is the purpose of korbanot, is, is, is the earth, is to know where we've come from, the sodot, the, where man comes from. But after the chet, the mizbeach is covered with, with metal, with copper. We want to show people that even though you have to know that you are you come from nowhere, the aspirations, the enthusiasm of a human being is something that is also important. 
we're, we're always trying to balance these, these two values, as Reb Simcha Bonami Pshischa said, the value between, on the one hand, Anochi, Afa, Ve'efer, I'm nothing, uh, and on the other hand, Kol Ha'olam, Nivra Bishfili, the whole world was created for me. How does a person balance between humility and self-esteem? They're two very, very different values, but both critical, both fundamental. A human being has to know who they are. They have to know their limitations, right? You just, you know, I, I tell the girls, that it happened to me once, I was in the Warsaw Cemetery and my colleague was talking about the Chendat Shlomo right in the entrance. I've heard what he says a few times, so I stood back a bit. And I was saying to Hillim, and I found myself standing next to the Svatemetz brother's grave. That's a big family, it's a big Sadiq. And everyone walks past it every time. No one ever visits it except for Gera Hasidim. And you see a man who, who was so great in his lifetime and people don't even know he's there. I, I certainly didn't know he was there. So, so on, the, on the one hand, you have to know your father Afer. But on the other hand, you can't walk, if you walk through life saying I'm nothing, you're not going to achieve anything. So you need, on the other hand, uh, right? the world was created for me. That, that's an extremely important value. Finding the balance between self-esteem and uh, humility is, is one of the biggest challenges. So that's the, uh, that's the offering of the Shemishmo, which is very, very interesting. So this is a change in Avodat Hashem from just humility, there's Azut, and, and we're Dafka taking from uh, from the actions of uh, of uh, these 250 men, the positive aspect is like at the beginning of Zahiru um, Yisrael, he says you have to look at every action, do cheshbon nefesh, the good actions and the bad actions, and then look at the bad actions and see what was good in them, because you don't want to just throw away everything bad that you did. Maybe there was something good in it. There was a, a positive element of your uh, of your character that came out in a bad action, which needs to be preserved, not simply cancel, delete the whole thing. So Rebbe Nachman, and this is just a, uh, this is in Likute Moharan. Um, so he says, Kashem shemishu azuk panim elo chelek So Rebbe Nachman says, someone who, who's got chutzpah, they won't have a chelek in Torah, you know, arrogance, they won't have a chelek in Torah. Kamo but someone who has no, no aspiration, he also won't learn Torah. He, he won't get anything from Torah. Why was Torah given? Because we got chutzpah. I spoke about it. I think I spoke about it on Cheta Ego. I'm sure you remember that, that we spoke about Amkasheorif. Um, and we spoke how Amkshayorif is the reason we're still around, right? Because we're a stiff-necked people. That's why we're still here. If we'd have just uh, bowed our, our heads and gone down, we would have gone down millennia ago. We, we just wouldn't be here. We're stiff-necked people is not just a critique of the Jewish people. You remember, we, we, we said that God says that I'm going to punish them because they're stiff-necked. And, the, and then Moshe says, uh, no, 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 you should save them because they're stiff-necked. And, and we said, well, what's pshat? You know, God has, God has accused us. And Moshe, in, in defense of us, has use the accusation of God. And the, and the answer is that, that it depends, you know, stiff neck can be very, very important. So Rabbi Nachman says, even though Azut, the Azut of the 250 men is, is terrible, just like the Shem Mishmo, we often find this in Hasidot, the, the same message said by different people in, in different ways. He said, but, but if you're too humble, you're not going to get anything done. You need, you need Azut of, of holiness. I saw two beautiful pieces in the Lubavitcher Rebbe. One, one is very shocked to this. 
And the other is just, uh, you know, I started it, I thought, oh no, he's going into letters and I'm going to get lost here. And, and once again, it's pretty, it's pretty okay. So one comes from a Sikh of Tafshin Mem, which I think is 1979. I think it's 1979. And he, he asks a question, it's going to relate to our question, but he comes from a different direction. The Rebbe asks, Vayikach. A lot of parshas in the Torah are, are, are named by the first name, like Vayetzev, Vayishlach, um, you know, Vayeshev, uh, some of the second words, but, but this parsha is Vayikach Korach, but it's not called Vayikach. And the truth is, he says that Rav Sadia, God and the Rambam call this parsha Vayikach Korach. They don't call it Korach, they call it Vayikach Korach. But, but today, our minhag is to call the parsha Korach. So it's the first word of the parsha. Why don't we call it Vayikach? Why is it called Korach and not Vayikach or Vayikach Korach? The other question we have is, why should a parsha be called in the Torah uh, after a Rasha? I suppose you could ask the same question about Balak, right? But 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 this is before Balak. Uh, but but why should a parsha be named after a Rasha? Our normal minhag is that the, the names of Rashaim should rot. We don't we're not going to deal with his name, right? There's a Khatam Sofer that asks why Korach went off the went off the uh, went off the derech, and he says, well, if you look in Bereshit, you'll find that one of the uh, descendants of uh, of uh, uh, one of the one of the predecessors of uh, of Asav was 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 Korach was was a, an aluf Korach. He says if you name your kid after a, a chieftain of Asav, then uh, don't be surprised with the results. So he answers as follows: Korach wanted to be a kohen gadol. That's what he wanted. Didn't want Moshe's job. No one wants Moshe's job, right? My Rebbe always used to say, no one wants Moshe's job, right? No one wants to be head of a, head of a, head of a something. All you get is complaints and, and people can do it better. But Aaron's a, a cushy number, right? You can work, you can work in the Beit Mikdash, you get you get the spirituality. Shifa this Shifa to want to be a coin gadol is an incredible thing. You know, most kids today, they want to be a basketball player. They want to be a, a rock band player. They want to be a rapper. They, uh, you know, the, how many kids want to be a coin gadol? How many kids, when you ask them, what, what's your shit? You thought, I want to be a gadol ador. I want to be a shy gazari. I want to be a chasam sofa. They don't want to be Michael Jordan. I don't know whoever it is today, but we're talking our terms. They want to be Michael Jordan and, and these chevra. That's who they want. They got them on the wall. They haven't got the Rebbe on the wall. So the fact that Korach wanted to be coin gadol, it's not a bad thing. I tell um, I also want, I also want the desire of Korach to be a coin gadol is <coughs> you can't run away from it. It's, it's not something that's negative. He wanted to reach a very, very high spiritual level. That was his ambition. He didn't want to be a multimillionaire. He didn't want to own uh, Sotheby's. He didn't want to own I don't know the big stores that there are. He he wanted to, he wanted to be a coin gadol. Hapasul who eifu lo b'shifatosh korach shalatzman. The the psul and this is the same message but said differently. The psul isn't with his ambition, elab but with his actions. 
בכך שהוא פעל ליישם שאיפה זו בניגוד לרצון של הקדוש ברוך הוא. This wasn't God's will. And even if, if you have certain aspirations, but it's not what God wants, that then it, there are a lot of people who, who, who want to play roles in halacha, uh, but the halacha says otherwise. So even though the aspiration, the will to do it is very, very positive, if it's against what God wants, it can't be done. That, that was his mistake. The, the Vayikach is a positive side. There was a positive side to Korach, that he was aspiring. Exactly, exactly what the Shem Yishmol says about the 250 men. His aspiration was positive. It was just to elevate himself Ruchanit, but like Nadav Navi, who he crossed the line. And this line cannot be crossed. We should all want to be a Kohen Gadol, right? We should all want that, right? That's what people should want instead of wanting iPhone X3, 12, 4 that combs your hair and brushes your, and brushes your nose. People should want that aspiration. They should want to be a Kohen Gadol. His sin was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't didn't want him to be. So Korach, again, is a, a positive side to that as well. And listen, this is this is a very interesting piece to finish off with. It's another Sicha of the Rebbe from, I'll tell you, um, the year. Did I write the year here? No, I didn't write the year here for some reason, but he says like this, and this just, it's not hard, right? But, but, but the letters Korach are made of Kuf, Resh, and Chet, okay? So, he goes back to a Gemara in Menachot, and the Gemara in Menachot, Dav Kavtei Tamud Bet, says, She'ha'olam hazen nivra'a ba'od hei. The Pasuk in Bereish, it says that God behi ba'aram, and Chazal say behei ba'aram, that the world was created with the letter hei. Okay, the, I'm going to go on, a, on the level that I can understand what he says, because most of it is over my head. It says in that the letter hey represents the way a person should behave in this world. How so? Hey has three lines. One, two, three, right? Kavelion, the top line. Kavyamini, the side line which is connected to the top line, and Kav Smali, and that little piece, right, Hamufrad Mimenu, which is on its own. So what does it represent? These are three ways that a person is meant to express themselves. How so? The top line is our thought. Kav the side line, is our speech. And the small bit at the end is, is our actions. What does he mean? The machshava and the dibur, the way a person thinks and speaks, are meant to be reflecting our spirituality. Whereas the little piece of the hay are the actions. Our thoughts and our speech are meant to direct us in the correct way. The action is simply realization of our thoughts and our speech. These three lines in hey 
באים ללמדנו של האדם לעבוד את בורו בכל שלושת הדרכים. We are being told that we have to serve God in three ways, מחשבה, דיבור ומעשה, ואילו הפרדה בין הקו השמאלי לשני הקווים האחרים באה ללמדנו שבה בשעה שהוא עובד את השם בכל שלושת הדרכים, עליו לזכור שהעבודה הגשמית בעולם המעשה היא בעלה מעמד שונה. We have to remember that the thoughts and the דיבור are on a totally different level to our מעשים. נחות במהות ביחס לעבודת הרוחית שברחמה ובדיבור היא צריכה להתבצע מתוך הכרה ונחיתותה מתוך תשוקה מתמדת לטלות רוחנית. So our actions have to be guided by our מחשבה and our דיבור. Now look at the three letters that make up the name קורח. קוף, which is like a hay with a longer line, רייש, which is like a hay missing the middle piece, and חט, which is a hay where all three sections are connected. So each of those letters in his name are lacking something compared to the hay, which we have just described as being an ideal. It's so ingenious as an idea. Ba'ot kuf, ha-kava smali, eno mitjashem ha-kava yamini. The long piece of the kuf that goes down is not running parallel to the side of the kuf. Elahu mitarech v'yored namuch yoter, it is going lower. מתחת לקו התחתון של התורה, is going lower than all the other letters. And what does this represent? הדבר מסמל אדם שאינו מקפיד על כך שעולמו הגשמי יתיישר על פי עולמו הרוחני. This represents a person whose actions do not run parallel to his thoughts and his words. It goes into a different area. So this person is lacking. הוא מרשה לעצמו לחרוג מן השורה. ולעשות מעשים המנוגדים לתורה ולהלכה. He does things that, that don't fit in with מחשבה ודיבו. רייש. So in רייש you, you have no left hand line, right? You have just the top and the side. הקו השמאלי חסר לחלוטין, there's something missing here altogether. עוד זה מסמל את אדם שעוסק רק במחשבה ודיבו. This is a person who is only thinking, the theoretical philosopher who never ever does anything. He sits in his study and he thinks all day. So here the lacking is, is absolutely obvious, right? He, he's lacking action. And, and a human being in this world has to do. And what about the chet? The chet is like all continued together. Here the cover of the ma'aseh is, is connected to the, the machshava and the dibur. And this is a person who doesn't understand the qualitative difference between thinking, speaking, and acting. Their action, it's like an animal, right? There's, no, there's nothing that differentiates between their thoughts and their actions. There's no gap. There's no thinking. There's no elionut. Olam ha-machshava v'hadibu le-olam ha-maseh ha-gashmi be'enav kol darkei avodat Hashem shavot. As far as he's concerned, everything is equal, but it isn't. This was the problem with Korach. Zohi mahuta shamachroket Korach. This is the problem of Korach. He, in all different directions, he, he got it wrong. The direction has to be hey, not kuf, not reish, not chet. We have to understand the relationship between our thoughts on the one hand, our speech on the other, and our actions. We have to understand they're not the same. They have a relationship. And it's a stiyasha asuyali batebacham ishosha drachima. And the mistake can be made either with a kuf, where our actions overrun our thoughts and our speech, either with a reish, where we don't do any actions, 
or with a chet where we put everything on the same level. Korach says, we're all holy. So he, he did not understand the differentials. He didn't accept the differentials. In the same way that those three letters don't understand the difference as he does. So we, we have a, a, lot, a lot to look at here in this parsha. Uh, you can see that, that essentially what Hasidut does here is it, it has a very, very positive Look, look at the faults, right? The, the, and, and it teaches something, you know, that, that whenever you're looking at something, you have to look at, at the positive side of, of, of what it is, even if it's negative, right? Even if you, you disagree with something or someone, you, you have to see the, the positivity in it. And um, so that, that's it for the moment.